Alright guys, welcome back to the FitEx podcast. We are now on episode 7 of the podcast and in today's episode we're going to be talking about the three main factors that really influenced uh, my weight loss. What are the three things that really probably made the biggest impact and are the main things that I like to promote and teach other people who are looking to lose weight or change the shape of their body. Now, first of all, as always, just want to say a great big thank you for anybody who's listened, listened to the podcast, watched them on YouTube, uh, messaged me on Instagram, liked it on Instagram, Facebook, any form of social media. Your support really does mean a lot to me, so I really do appreciate it. So, diving straight into this episode, three main factors that really influenced me when it comes to weight loss. Now, the first main factor, I'm just going to jump straight in here, we're going to be talking about macros and calories. Now, I've banged on about calories a lot, whether it be, as I said, on this podcast, on Instagram, on YouTube, on Facebook, calories are king. Calories are the main thing that will dictate your progress, whether you're trying to gain weight or lose weight, whatever. Calories will always become the baseline thing that you'll need to consider first. Energy in versus energy out and how you manipulate your energy balance in order to um, get a specific outcome from that. But stepping on further from calories, once you've got that sort of calorie goal set in place, you're used to tracking your calories, what's the next step? What's the next next logical process in this nutrition thing? How do you go about improving it even more? Now, this is where macros comes into place. And I remember first hearing about macros for the first time, and I'd been calorie tracking for a little bit, but macros was a completely new term to me. Now, macros is short for macronutrients, and these are the nutrients, essentially like the building blocks of meals. That's how I like to refer refer to them as. And um, they are your proteins, your carbohydrates, and your fats. Now, each person will respond slightly differently to a different like breakdown of these. So some people might respond better to a high-carb diet. Some people might respond better to a low-carb diet. Same goes with um, your fats. Some people might prefer a high-fat or a low-fat diet. It's very individual and very specific to that person. In terms of protein, on the other hand, though, I feel as though protein is quite a... Uh, it's a macronutrient that can stay quite consistent for a lot of people, and it really is important, which I'm going to delve into um, very shortly. But talking about macros, what should you be doing? If you if you started tracking your calories, how do you go about deciding um, what macros should you be having? How do you know, are you having enough protein, blah, 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 blah? Where do you go from there? So... I'll start off with protein because protein is the most important, I would say, for overall body composition. It's the main thing that you'll want to consider on top of calories. So if you've got your calories established and before you start looking at all three, carbs, fats and protein, maybe just put your your focus on protein first off as your main focus. Now, once that's set in place, again, build up the carbs, build up the fats. So the reason why we want a high protein diet in order to lose weight or body fat there's there's numerous reasons behind this and i've actually got a little written article going up on social media in a couple of days talking about this but i'm going to go over it in this as well so the main reasons why we need protein within our diet now a lot of people will associate protein with building muscle which is rightfully so that's one of its main main uses within the body now those of you who are after weight loss or fat loss you're probably thinking well i don't want to build muscle i want to lose weight why should i focus on 
protein. Now, there are a couple of reasons behind this. The Probably the main one and the one that will affect a lot of people is the fact that protein is a really slow digestion, digesting nutrient. This means that when you consume it, when you eat protein, it takes a while to actually digest, break down and get to different places within the body. Now, this is really advantageous because it gives you the ability to not feel as hungry as often, which can often lead to result in you eating less food because you're not feeling the need to snack or anything like that and it also helps mentally because it doesn't really feel as though you're dieting as much because if your protein's nice and high you shouldn't be feeling as hungry which will make you feel a little bit better for this whole overall process on top of this obviously because protein is related to muscle recovery and building muscle and things like that you will want to basically try to maintain as much muscle as you've already got or possibly build some if you are a complete beginner. It has been shown that people can increase muscle and drop body fat at the same time. But let's just say more likely than not, you're probably going to maintain whatever muscle mass you've got. Now, muscle, the more muscle you have on your body, the better, the more efficient you are at burning calories because there's more there for the body to essentially work for, if that makes any sense. If you are carrying more mass on your body, your body has got to therefore work harder to maintain that mass which means that you'll burn more calories. So the more muscle, the better. So we want to aim to try and keep as much muscle tissue on your body as possible. Now, this doesn't mean growing loads and loads of muscle. This means just having whatever muscle you've got with a little bit added on top if you do happen to build some during your fat loss phase, just to put you in a better position to utilize fat as fuel. If, you follow, if you're following a high-protein diet alongside a weight training program, that's going to put your body in a better position to utilize body fat as fuel because your body, when it gets into that calorie deficit phase and it's looking to utilize stored substrates as fuel, so sub, substrates are things like muscle and fat. So when you've got that calorie deficit, that gap in calories, your body's looking to use these stores. Now, its first port of call will always be muscle. It's easier to break down and it's a lot easier for the body to use as energy. Now, we want to offset this. We obviously want body fat to be used as the fuel if you are trying to lose body fat, lose weight. So, by having a high-protein diet and weight training, this is making you more likely to maintain and maintain that muscle and it makes your body think, right, you really don't want me to use this muscle as fuel right now. I've got no other choice but to use body fat instead. Now, that isn't 100% guaranteed that you will not lose any muscle at all by just following a high-protein diet and weight training, but it will certainly limit the amount of muscle that is used as energy and hopefully put a better focus on your body fat stores being used. So, once you've got your protein established, in terms of a rough guideline for protein, I'd probably go for a gram of protein per pound of body weight. Some people might have more, some people might have less and still get results, but as a general rule of thumb, that is something that would work quite well for a lot for the, for a lot of people so say if you're 10 stone that equates to 140 pounds because there's 14 pounds in a stone so because you're a hun- you're weighing 140 pounds that means that you would require 140 grams of protein give or take on a day-to-day basis so from that you should be able to work out how much protein that you require if you're 11 stone, 12 stone, 9 stone, whatever it might be. We give you a rough guide of what to aim for. Now, what are your protein sources? What should you aim to get them from? Now, your protein sources will come from things like meats or meat alternatives, fish, 
poultry and then other things such as eggs and protein powder and then you've also got plant-based um, protein sources such as beans and tofu things like that so they are the main sources that you want to base a lot of your meals around first and always try and aim to get one protein source with every single meal that you haven't spread throughout the day so whether you decide to have eggs for breakfast chicken for lunch um, steak or pork for dinner for example or any of those other alternatives if you're a vegetarian or a vegan just make sure that there's some form of protein in every single meal just to keep you one satiated so you don't feel as hungry and two get that protein right up as I just explained to hopefully offset any muscle loss occurring now moving on from that when it comes to your carbs and fats i would probably with your fats now it depends on whether you prefer a high fat or a low fat diet now if you've been tracking your calories for a couple of weeks now you'll be able to hopefully look at your macronutrient breakdown so if you use my fitness pal for example there is a section on the app called nutrition once you click on that it'll bring up a load of pie charts and then from there in the top right corner there's a macro tab and when you click that it will give you a breakdown of the protein carbs and fats that you've been having in a given day now you can look you can go back through your days through your weeks and identify whether you've been having more carbs or more fat based on the type of foods that you eat now if you found that you tend to eat quite a lot of uh, fatty food and your carbs are relatively low and that's more of a suitable diet for you, they're the foods that you more enjoy, still keeping within your calorie limit, then it might be worth setting yourself a higher fat target. So maybe whatever calories you're going with, if you're going with 1600, 1400, 2000s, whatever it might be, use a percentage of that towards fat. So Maybe start off with either 25% of those calories coming from um, fats or 35, whatever you decide to choose. And then that will give you a a calorie number. So if you're having um, 1600 calories and you decide to do 25% of those calories coming from fat, that means that you will be using um, 400 calories worth of fats. Now, in order to find that in grams, all you should do is divide whatever number of calories you've got, divide it by 9, because for every 1 gram of fat, there's 9 calories, and that will give you your um, fat grams for your given calorie goal. And then use the remainder for carbohydrates. So whatever calories your protein is, whatever calories your um, fats are, you, whatever you've got left, use that for carbs. So if you're on 140 grams of protein, for example, to find out the calories from that, you would times that by four because there, for every one gram of protein, there's four calories. Whatever fats you're having, you would times that number of grams by nine to get the calories from that. Add them two together, whatever number that is, subtract that from your overall calorie goal and then you'll have a remainder number of calories there now whatever that remainder is divide that by four and that will give you your carbohydrate intake now the reason you divide that last number by four is because for every one gram of protein there is four calories so i hope that all makes sense but the main things that you need to consider is sort your protein out first from there decide what percentage of your calories you want dictated to fats whether you want a small amount or a large amount and then fill the remainder with your carbohydrates and just remember for every one gram of carb there's four calories every one gram of protein there's four calories and for every one gram of fat there's nine calories now hopefully if you go through this again 
and you've got a little calculator, a pen and paper, you'll be able to jot down your calorie goal and then your macros and figure that out from there. And that should hopefully give you the next step in your diet and something that you will want to focus on once you've already established what your calorie is and you've got used to tracking calories uh, for a long period of time. So that was the first major thing that actually sort of helped my weight loss a little bit more, helped me get in better shape was once I started or got used to calories and then the next step was getting used to macros and starting to break that down based on uh, my own individual body and how I respond to certain ratios of protein, carbs and fats and that takes time, it takes time of eating certain amounts of each one over a couple of weeks, possibly months and seeing how your body responds to it. So moving on from that, the next factor that really did influence my weight loss, so as I've talked about before, cardio was primarily my main source of exercise initially when it comes to losing weight, that was always my go-to form, whether it be treadmill, bike, cross trainer, again I've talked about this before so I'm not going to go in too much depth about that but... I'd say the second biggest factor was the incorporation, the, the sorry, the combination of both weight training and cardio at the same time, specifically when you are looking to drop some body fat. Now, again, that calorie deficit is always needed and some people can achieve that calorie deficit from their calories burnt during weight training. So that is why you should always prioritize your weight training first. Again, it feeds back to what I was talking about with the macros, just to make sure you're maintaining whatever muscle you've got. The weight training is going to be extremely beneficial for that. But if you find that you hit a plateau and you are quite sedentary throughout your day, maybe you work an office job, so it's very hard for you to get your steps up or anything like that. This is where a combination of weight training and cardio could come in very handy. Now, how do you go about doing this? Would you jump straight in and throw an extra whole hour of cardio in? Or would you do small hit cardio? Or would you, you know, do a circuit training instead to get that cardio element in there instead of just doing weight training? Now, it ultimately comes down to you. It depends what what f- type of activity you enjoy the most. So, if you're someone like me who likes to sort of stick to a bodybuilding style split, so likes to go to the gym three to f- uh, four to five times a week and will train certain muscle groups on certain days or groups of muscle groups on certain days, then you will probably be more suited to adding a little bit of cardio after a couple of sessions. So if you're just start, if you've hit a bit of a plateau, you're struggling to lose any more weight, you don't particularly want to drop your calories anymore, you can opt to throw in some cardio and you could do this, say, Two to three times a week, starting off at 15 to 20 minutes, and that could be steady state on the Stairmaster or something like that. That would be a good little route to start with. Again, that would just increase your overall energy expenditure for the week and hopefully spike a little bit more weight or fat loss. Now, if you're somebody that maybe doesn't have the time to add an extra you know, 20 minutes per session to cardio, you might need to look at the type of training that you're doing and switch it up slightly. So you might need to maybe incorporate some circuit training or some hit cardio. These type of workouts are more suited to getting your heart rate up even higher and doing it for a short period of time in order to maximise the amount of calories that you burn in a given time frame. So if you go from doing a bodybuilding workout, for example, and then you switch that up into a circuit workout for the the same amount of time. Now, depending on 
how hard you normally train, the weights that you're using, the type of exercises that you select in a circuit. You may or may not burn more calories than you normally would. It just depends on how hard you train. Now, there is certain bodybuilding, certain people out there who can, who can train extremely hard and get a high calorie burn from a, a normal bodybuilding workout. But for the average person, they're probably going to, more likely than not, burn a couple more calories doing circuit training because they're going to be having their heart rate at a higher level for a longer period of time throughout the workout, which means they're probably going to burn more calories during that time. And the more calories they burn would result in more energy expenditure throughout the week and again hopefully break through that plateau or anything that you might have because that's what I found that really helped me when I is weight loss it's it's not a short-term thing especially from when I was doing it I knew it was going to take a while I knew it wasn't going to be some 12-week transformation it was going to be years down the line so for me adding a combination of both weight training and cardio in really did help it helped just get through any plateaus, just changing different styles of workouts up all the time, but still sticking to weight training and cardio, having an element of both of them there. But whatever whatever route you choose to do is completely up to you. Again, whether you want to do circuits, hit, bodybuilding with steady state cardio, but I'd always recommend doing your weight training first and your cardio after or combining them both together at once in a circuit or hit fashion. Now again, this is just my opinion on the topic. People have their own ways of doing things and their own ways that work for them. So by all means, if you find that method that works for you, that I haven't suggested, there's no reason why you can't go out and do that. Ultimately, if you're getting active, if you're moving and your calories are in the right place, you can continue to lose weight and that should be your main focus more than anything. Now, speaking about that and talking about um, if you have your own way and this and that, my final point that really impacted my weight loss was try not to get caught up with the fine details of things. Now, if you've been doing this for a while and you're a bit of a perfectionist and maybe you want to hit your macros to the gram you want to make sure that you're in the gym every single day and you're doing exactly this amount of sets this amount of reps this amount of cardio week in week out that's absolutely fine if you can stick to that that's great but some people might beat themselves up if they go over the calories a little bit or um, don't hit the macro spot on or don't do enough cardio due to the fact that weight creeped up on them so they couldn't make the gym in time which means they couldn't stay as long there's bound to be barriers and obstacles that are going to occur throughout this whole entire process it doesn't matter where, what background you've got or anything like that everybody's probably going to struggle at some point now if you don't let yourself get caught up with that and you don't let yourself or you don't beat yourself up and start thinking negative about the whole thing and thinking, oh, I can't do this, this is, this is getting in the way, things like that, you just want to try and avoid that as much as you possibly can because the moment you start letting that sort of negative, those negative thoughts, and I'm going to go pretty deep here, I don't, I don't mean to get sidetracked or stuff like this, but I think it does help people you don't want to let those negative thoughts get into your head of thinking that you can't do it or thinking that you're not doing the right thing when you're doing the right thing all the time. You just need a case of being a little bit more patient, sticking with it. And if you do fall off track, get straight back on it as soon as you possibly can. Just don't slip back into those bad habits and let it spiral out of control. So don't get caught up with all the nitty gritty fine details. Just stick to the basics, do your best and stick with it for the long term and you'll be absolutely fine. So, 
I think I'm going to wrap up this podcast here. I hope that made sense. Just to go over the three things that did really help me during my weight loss. And that was looking at macros on top of calories. That really did help me a lot. Doing a combination of both weight training and cardio. And as I said there, whatever style you choose to do is completely up to you. So long as it's maintainable, first and foremost, okay? And then finally... Don't get caught up with all the fine nitty gritty details, stick to the basics, get them down and don't beat yourself up about it if you have a little slip up or anything like that, just make sure you get straight back on it and you'll be absolutely fine, okay? So if anybody wants to message me on any form of social media, don't hesitate to at all, okay? If you need advice about um, your diet, your training, some motivation or you would like me to look over your training program, anything like that, please do not hesitate to message me, whether it be on Instagram or Facebook. It's all Connor Williams Fitness and that's Connor with one N. Um, I also have a YouTube channel if you'd like to subscribe to that. And also... Just finally, just to finish off, if you manage to make it to the end of this podcast, something that would really, really help me a lot if you wouldn't mind doing it is if you can screenshot this podcast and then tag me in it and post it on your Instagram story to let me know people are listening and get it out to your followers, that would mean a lot. If you have found value in this, we need to get this out to more people, hopefully help a little bit more people and um, just help, as I said, help as many as many people as possible. So if you could do that, that would mean a lot to me. So I um, thank you all for watching and I shall see you all in the next episode.